0: It's the Sharp Tongue Podcast. Welcome. This week we're talking about all sorts of shit. I talk about sniffing babies and what that does to a female's reproductive system. I talk about shit sandwich special breath, stripper skills, and getting fake fucked at a bachelorette party. I also am doing some giveaways this week. A whole bunch of shit is happening. You guys, tell your friends about the Sharp Tongue Podcast. Please rate it, review it on iTunes. You can find me on iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play, Stitcher. I'm all over the fucking place. Let's buckle in for the Sharp Tongue podcast. Bear, bear, bear. I had coffee. Yeah. Is this thing on? I'm using um Happy Sharp Tongue Podcast Day, guys welcome welcome to the sharp tongue podcast we're here we're live um by we i mean me carlin bunny and chaplin we're all here it's the next chapter guys you know what i'm saying (laughs) i'm trying this new thing called coffee and wow huh am i right wait let me go get my coffee because it's all the way across the room and i'm feeling separation anxiety hold on I love coffee but I hate this noise. I hate ready? This noise right here I can't stand. Like wait for it to cool off. If your life is so crazy that you can't wait 5 minutes for your coffee to cool off so you have to put your dirty lips to make a slurp sound, then you need to get your your you need to get your shit together. Okay? Just calm down. Oh, my God. In middle school, smells are like one of the strongest things linked to memory. I don't know if you know that. Nerd alert. Nerd alert. Woo, woo. Smells link you to memories more than anything in your senses. And when I smell coffee, I think back to middle school. I had a teacher. What class did she teach? I mean, weren't they all the same classes? Sure, they had titles, but I remember my health teacher. I remember my gym teacher, Mr. Williams, teaching me how to wipe my vagina in health class one day and I was like, What well, weren't you just playing dodgeball with me five minutes ago? How bad is the school budget that you're throwing balls at my face and the next minute telling me how to wipe my vagina? Well, those two things seem to work together. So maybe maybe they knew maybe they did know what they were doing. <laughs> but I can't remember what this teacher taught. I just remember how her breath smelled every fucking morning. And if you're listening, I'm sorry, Mrs. Imborski. I don't know what kind of fucking name that is. All teachers had the weirdest names, Mrs. Emborsky. That sounds like a, a, something you eat when you get wasted in the Czech Republic at 4 a.m. I'm going to go get some Emborsky. That's the fuck that sounds like. Her breath. Because of coffee and, I don't know, the dead animals that she ate for breakfast. Her, her breath smelled like she literally, It's when she talked t- to me, it smelled like right before she spoke to me, she also took a bite of a shit sandwich, a hot shit sandwich. Like if a Reuben, take out the Reuben and add the shit, that's this type of sandwich that she bit into, and then wash it down with a hot cup of coffee. <laughs> And you know Mrs. Zimborski swallowed like this, and so every time I drink coffee now, I'm terrified that the the wake breath, you know, the post coffee breath, smells like Miss Zimborski's shit sandwich special. <laughs> and I remember one time it's it's so weird the memories your brain holds on to, because you have to think like is it sporadic. Is there some purpose? Is there a point to what your brain fibers decide to attach and hold and keep for itself? You know, those little memories that your brain hangs on to. Like, why does your brain pick certain things? I'm not high, I should say. I'm not high. But this is what happens when you smoke weed regularly. You just think uh, like this all the time. It's called high brain. So I have this uh, this other memory of Mrs. Zimborski. Was it Mrs.? God, was somebody married to Shit Sandwich Special? I can't imagine. Can you imagine kissing her goodbye in the morning? (laughs) Can you imagine her husband giving her a kiss goodbye? Oh, a kiss of death. That shit better come with a Mentos. Am I right? I just learned it's it's pronounced Mentos, as in toes, not toes. You're welcome. Fun little candy from the Netherlands. So one other thing I remember from Miss or Mrs. Zimborski' sandwich special was that one day we she was teaching us something, probably not uh, hygiene. <laughs> she was teaching us something. She was speaking, and, and it's like she didn't know how to breathe because she kept running out of air as she spoke. And I don't, I, I don't know what she was saying, but I just remember w- the word that she ran out of breath on that she had to try her hardest to push out, like, bitch, take a breath, like, no, you're fine, like, just breathe in and say the word after that, what do we, what is this, a a, a contest, why do you have to get the word out and and suffocate yourself, but the word she choked on, you know when you, like, run out of air and you're like, that's what she did, she was like, parachute, she said parachute. I don't know what she was talking about, but she ran out of breath on the word parachute. And I just about just pissed my pants. I don't know why I thought that was so funny. She was like. <coughs> <coughs> and now I'm. Tr- <coughs> <gasps> ran out of air. I'm parachute. <coughs> Mrs. Zimborski, if you're out there, holler at your girl. Okay, just brush your fucking teeth before you come at me do a little, <whistles> there's power in flossing. Okay. Your shit sandwich special. She was a sweet lady. She looked like a toad, but she was sweet. <laughs> That's just mean. You, sh- you shouldn't make fun of people's appearances unless they come at you with shit breath and you know, open game. Am I right? F- all is fair and love and shit sandwich special. <laughs> I'll take the shit sandwich special, please. Uh, can I have that with a side of, of, of Death Breath? Thank you. I um, I was gone all last week. I want to thank everybody who came out to the fundraiser that I put together with my fella um, for my friend Leah, who I- who is very sick with cancer. We did a fundraiser last week at Gotham Comedy Club, and Gotham Comedy Club was kind enough to give us all the proceeds of the ticket sales. Um, Leah's husband showed up, who does, he's an amateur comedian. I had Jim Norton there. I had Big Jay Oakerson. Uh Angelo Lozada, who does warm-up for The Daily Show. My girl Gina Brione, who, who did NBC, uh, Stand Up for Diversity. Uh, my friend Marty Caproni, cap like a hat, and roni like macaroni. Um, who else? Yeah, we, we, it was a great time. We had, we had a wonderful time. Um, Donald is Leah's husband. He had some family show up. He had some coworkers show up and we raised a little bit of money for Leah. So that's what it's all about. That's why I was in New York last week in and out trying to just give back a little bit. Got to give back people. This world's crazy and it's so easy to be selfish and stay in your bubble. Get out of your bubble. Help other people's bubbles stay afloat. You know what I'm saying? Um, but we raised a little bit of money, so that was good. And then I went to visit my sister and family in Syracuse, Syracuse New York. <laughs> my sister bought a castle. This bitch bought a castle. You know, it, my sister and I have always had a pretty steady, friendly competition between one another. Like back in the day when she got her college degree. Idiot. She's not using it now. Hey, can you get a college degree in Trophy Wife? I'm just kidding, Emily. I love you. Um, we <laughs> She used to rub her college degree in my face And now she's rubbing her castle in my fucking face This bitch got a castle In the Thousand Islands of Alexandria Bay <clears throat> Upstate New York and, uh, On the St. Lawrence River She got a castle So I went to the castle to spend time with my little nephew Who now I'm calling Prince Elliot And, uh, you know, it's a weird thing Because I was thinking, like I'm gonna go hang out with this baby I I've, I've hung out with him before, you know, he's five months old. He's going to be five months next week. And, uh, I was like, if my ovaries and my reproductive system starts, you know, those, those, it's like an involuntary movement inside a woman's body. She can't help it. And it doesn't happen to all women. <clears throat> Not all of us get the baby itch and I've never had it. I've never been the woman that's been like, I gotta have a baby. I need a baby in a castle. You know, my sister's got a husband, a baby, in a castle. This fucking bitch. Come on. I love her to death. <laughs> love you, Em. But I've never been that one that's like, I want a husband. I want a baby. I want this. Like, I just, I haven't had it. And, and on my way to go visit Prince Elliot, I was thinking, you know, I don't, what if, what if the wheels and the gears in my reproductive system start churning and I can't even control it? Like we're taking all these, everyone, there's all this medicine to stop this, you know, lower your blood pressure, take care of your cholesterol. You got the Lipitor, you got the Viagras, you got also, you got Ambien, you have medicine. Is there a medicine I can take to not want to have a baby? So far, tequila's been doing okay. (laughs) Tequila's really been helping me with that. But is there any medicine I can take to prevent me from wanting to procreate? Just putting that out there in the universe, okay? And, you know, I'm not talking about the morning after pill. I'm not talking about something that physically handles it. I'm talking about something that goes into my female brain and unhinges that carnal need for procreation. Can somebody please send me that? I'll do a sample. I don't give a fuck. I'll be your guinea pig, you know. Uh, just g- send me a sample. Can is there are there any pharmaceutical reps out there that has something new on the market? I'll go generic on this. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> but I was a little scared. I have to admit, I was a little uh, trepidatious to rub the baby on me. You know, I was like, if I rub, what if I rub? prince elliot on me and he's just like laying on me and he gets all those baby juices on me and like his little baby pheromones i don't know what the fuck happens like what if he's the little baby scent what what if
1: that's what it is
0: what if the baby smell is the thing that makes women's interiors start a churn (laughs) and What if that, oh, he smells like a babe Smell him. Smell him. What is wrong with, smell the baby. Smell the baby. What is wrong with people? Sniff, give it a sniff. I do that with dirty gym socks. You shouldn't also do that with a baby, but they smell so good. It's like, it's like, it's like heroin for women when they sniff a baby. They're like, let me get one more. Let me just get one more. One more sniff. You just get sniff the baby. Does he smell good? Doesn't he smell good? <laughs> Everyone, it's so weird. People, women, especially women. It's like a female thing. When a woman's pregnant, they grab the belly. You don't even have to know the pregnant bitch. You, I've done that so many times. There's been plenty of you that have come out to shows with your baby in your belly. And I grab your fucking belly before I even say hello to you. And I give it a little shake. You know, depending on what you want in your life, I'll shake it harder. You just let me know. Too soon, um, I, I, I. That's a, we do that. We we touch be- bellies of pregnant people, and then we sniff babies. Women are psychopaths. We're entitled psychopaths, <laughs> and we have to be. It's not our fault. Nature nature has uh, just made us this way. We we are we are psychopaths. We're sniffing other people's babies and we're grabbing women's bellies whom we don't know. But I, I you know, I was sniffing them. I was sniffing them. Maybe that's a thing that makes women want to have babies. You got to stop. You got to pl- wear nose plugs when you go around a baby and gloves. Don't touch pregnant people. I think it's contact. I think that's what makes you catch um, the desire to procreate. It's contact, it's airborne, it's it's in the fluids, it's fucking everywhere. Hide your kids, hide your wife because ba- women are trying to make babies up in here. <laughs> I was just holding him. And you know, it takes a lot for me to love something. I'm a lovable person, okay? I've got love to give. I can be in love, but it takes a lot to get me there just because of the shit I've been through. You know, trauma in my past and just... Just the the, the events that make up the sum of someone's life sort of dictate uh, their capacity for love. You know, that's just the way life is. (laughs) God, that went right down my throat. (coughs) Fuck. (laughs) Shit, wrong pipe, Miss Mborski. Maybe she's dead and just tried to choke me through coffee. (coughs) You know, it's just... So there's things that have made me a little, not jaded, just hard to open up. But I will say that holding a baby, especially if he's related to you, there's something about that that unhinges something inside of you. It's almost like it chips away at that cold cage around your heart. (laughs) I could just feel, when I was holding Elliot, I could just feel... Like the 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 cold the, the the death inside of me just crumble and dissipate and disintegrate. And then I realize, oh, maybe that's not what it is. Maybe that's the baby trying to make me procreate. You see? You see? You can't you gotta be on your toes. You can't let your guard down with these babies. <laughs> I'm gonna wrap myself in medieval armor and bubble wrap the next time I go around my nephew. God, he was so damn cute, and I, I, wanted to squeeze him until his eyes popped out of his head. I wanted to literally punt him into the St. Lawrence River, and not because I, I wanted to, you know, um, inflict harm on him. I, I, I didn't want to do that. I, I just, there's something about cuteness. It, it's, it's, it, I think it's called cute aggression. And it's a real thing. I'm, i i got to Google this. It's a real thing. It may be, it may be like uh, something that like the Kardashians made up, cute aggression. And I can't, like, I can't aggression. It's probably not even like a real thing that has to do with psychology. <laughs> but it's something in pop culture that has existed, at least. Um, and it's, I think it's a real thing because I've talked to other chicks, like, you know, when you see a puppy, you just want to kick it. You know, I want to, I, I tweeted this, I, I, I posted something on Instagram once, a picture of like Fozzie or something, or maybe it was Chaplin, you know, Fozzie back when he was alive, R.I.P. Um, and it was just a picture of him, and I think in the caption I said, he's so cute, I want to kick him. And all these fucking dog sympathizers and pet sympathizers were like, that's animal abuse. Don't kick your dog. We're going to report you to PETA. Like, fucking calm down. First of all, it's just semantics. Second of all, I'm not going to kick a dog, you fucking idiots. And third of all, it's just this cuteness when it's so cute you just want to squeeze it until its eyes pop out. And that's what I felt about Elliot. I just wanted to throw him into the woods. (laughs) I just wanted to lob him up and hit him with a metal bat. It's nothing I would ever do. It's just because I can't eat. him. I want to eat him. I want to. <laughs> I want to just consume him. He's so fucking cute. And you know, there really is this thing about babies, especially when you're related to them. I don't. I don't know what it is. You know, my older sister. My oldest sister has. She had two twins when she was forty-five two twins what an idiot a set of twins two twins would be four jesus shoot me in the face your math is horrible she had a she had a set of twins when she was 45 and and they're in vitro and and you know it's a different thing they're they're still my niece and nephew and i love them and they're amazing and smart and these beautiful little people but i realize it's just a little different i don't know if it's maybe it's a mental thing or if it really is like this physiological thing, or if it's like this cosmic thing, but the fact that my blood is also running through Elliot, there's something there, and I think that that's also a part of procreation. Nature's like, yeah, get your blood running through, get your blood out there, spread your blood, you know. And maybe it, it is a mental thing. Maybe nature's like, ooh, you're you're literally connected to this baby. Make more, make more. <laughs> so it was just like you know holding him I felt a connection and then I kicked him into the river I I really did no I'm just kidding <laughs> he was amazing he just it was this little bundle and then he sharted and I handed him back to my sister like I can't I can't a kid is so cute until he shards on you and then it just becomes a liability you know it, what is this when am I, back in college? I didn't even go to college, but had I gone to college, I totally would have dated dudes that sharted and called them back. So, El- Prince Elliot, save your shards for somebody who really cares. I'm just kidding. I love you. Come back. Don't leave me. This kid sharted. He sharted like a truck driver. It sounded like he had a speaker coming out of his little asshole. It was so loud. I'm like, did that come from him? What the fuck are you? That's from breast milk? And that's natural? Shit. That's just... It reminded me of Mrs. Zimborski's breath. Shit sandwich special. What, is everybody sick? (laughs) Oh, my God. But he's the cutest fucking thing. I posted a picture of him on Instagram. I I Snapchatted him. The the stories are probably gone by now because I was up there a couple days ago. I just got back last night. But if you won't go on my Instagram, you can see him. He's just... You know, babies are cute. Nature's like, look, how cute. You want one? I mean, if babies came out looking like Donald Trump, we'd all be on birth control. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) That's kind of funny. I might have to tweet that. I'm going to write it down. Um, I'm going to do a giveaway next week, by the way. um, I have a couple rings that I got made for me. Custom rings, I like to say that I had made for me personally. One says, "ug," and the other one says, gross. Um, they're silver and gold. And I found this company on Snapchat called Snash Jewelry. So I will post a picture of them. And um, I have to think of what you guys can do to win them. You have to do something good to win them. I want stories. I want like, I want some some good embarrassing stories Th- just think of some fun crazy embarrassing shit that happened in your life that made you not want to love <laughs> no it doesn't have to be that but g- send me some embarrassing stories I love that shit I'll read them on the podcast I'll read the winner on the podcast next week and you are going to win an UGG or gross ring made, custom by Snash Jewelry. That's S-N as in Nancy, A-S-H, Snash Jewelry. You can find them on Instagram. Um, Send me some embarrassing stories to sharptonguepodcast at gmail.com. You can also tweet them at me. You can Facebook them to me on my fan page, comedian Jessie May Peluso. On Twitter, it's just Jessie May Peluso. Send those to me, and you have a chance to win some free jewelry from yours truly. Via Snash Jewelry. Shit, I'm rhyming up in this bitch. Coffee's the bomb. Um, yeah, so send me that, and I'm gonna I'm gonna do the, that giveaway, and then have a bunch of other things to give away from companies that have been so kind to donate me stuff. Um, also, check out Honey Bear Farms. It's my um, collaborative partnership with an organic cannabis medical cannabis company out here in LA, Honey Bear Farms. They have, I think they're the only certified organic medical dispensary out here, I'm pretty sure, um, and if they're not, they're the dopest, oh, pun intended, so check them out, and this week, I was so excited to catch up with an old friend, an oldie but goodie, not old in age, but old in how long we've known each other, we, we you know, both did comedy in New York City, and she's my sister from Girl Code, um, she writes on everything, she's performed on Conan, she's working her ass off, she's just super talented multi-talented and hilarious um i got a moment to catch up with my girl jamie lee not curtis jamie lee she's the og jamie lee okay this is the only jamie lee that i fucking know so i hope you guys enjoy the interview and uh you know keep it real send me those embarrassing stories you can win some jewelry all right y'all love each other Here was my girl code girlfriend, Jamie Lee. This is so fun. I, when's the last time I saw you? Let me take my gum so out. So long ago. I don't even know the last time I saw you. Wait, when
2: was the, I don't
0: know. Maybe some
2: show? Maybe like a cut kind a of college or something that we did was together? Was it the
0: Oh my God. It was the one with um. Remember Nicole. The one, maybe. There was one,
2: I think it was in Madison, Wisconsin. And remember those guys like did that crazy
0: dance backstage? Oh with you, me and Carly. It was yeah. like a it was like a kung fu kicking yes. dance. Yes. And we were spinning and we had our own unvined. Vine. On yes. Oh my God. Was that the last time I saw you? That I was don't years know. that was like two years ago. It might have been
2: it might have been more recent than that. But I just vividly remember that.
0: Wow, yeah, I remember that too. We did our dances. Yeah. And you're going to be in in Vegas, I see. I am. Lipstick. I did that with um, Heather McDonald last year. It was a lot of fun. You did? It was fun? Yeah, it's a really good time.
2: Oh, good. Have you been to Vegas? I have. I went for my bachelorette party. Oh, my God, you um, did? Yeah, I (laughs) got Boku de lap dance from- (laughs) What the
0: fuck is- Oh, you said Boku lap dance.
2: Just a dollop of French for the listener. Um, <laughs> far from fluent, obviously. Uh, <laughs> you got lap dances by men or women? Men. Um, we went to, I think it's called OG, the Olympic Gardens. Oh my God, that's so. And there's so much happening so in that title. Downstairs is um, the like ladies' strip club, and I don't know if it's like the time of night that we got there, but it was just the saddest scene. <laughs> Like literally, like they were just like lazy, like no. like the women were like lazy stripping. You know, like um like Jamie Lee Curtis in uh True Lies. Oh my like that when she's trying to hide the She's, thing. like trying to move yeah. her body. Oh in you made me hot feel hot so uncomfortable. Yeah, that's literally how these oh. women were dancing and then we were like, Why are we here? And then they are like, No, 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 like the magic mic male strippers are upstairs and we're like okay good because this is not how I want to spend my bachelorette so we went upstairs and then yeah uh, Phoebe was there (laughs) she got oh my god this guy literally like turned her around and like fake we can swear Uh on this yeah you do say whatever you want He fake fucked her from behind oh my god but in a way I would want the real stuff but in a way where I was like I hope that's not how you are doing it like, in life, in life, because it was—I mean, it literally was like fuck me to the moon. like I was like, "Are you gonna like fuck her out a window right now? You're just gonna like launch her across the room, and she's just gonna like break through glass and fall to the pavement." I hope not. Um, what did so Phoebe do? I can't imagine her like she—well, she had just gone through a breakup, so she was like, "Oh, she needed v- it. She needed. She Vegas. needed to get fake fucked. Yeah, she needed to get fake fucked." And then um, this other guy, the guy who, who, who the lap dance I got um well i got a couple but the one that was the most memorable this guy so he was sitting in a chair like i'm sitting now just normal and then she um sorry then she I'm, i need more coffee <laughs> and i sat on his lap um we were both facing the same way oh, so he was God. holding me like you would hold a toddler in that's your kinda lap nice. that's kind of nice it was kind of nice it did it was a little like yeah daddy, <laughs> daddy love me you're like we're, um, where the parents just didn't yeah didn't but bring then it. Instead of you know how sometimes you like bounce a toddler on your knee, yeah, he like bounced me on his dick.
0: Oh my god! So he literally was, literally was his like, dick. oh, oh,
2: oh. <laughs> <laughs> I I felt so conflicted. I was like, am I turned on or do I feel like an infant? Am I gonna I don't get know. burped? <laughs> yeah, am I gonna get burped? Are you gonna jingle keys in my face? Like I don't know what's happening. So it was um it was really intense. Are you gonna
0: jingle keys <laughs> in my face?
2: That would be a nice add to a, to the stripper routine. Uh, yeah. How did you not break his dick? I don't know. I mean, they just I guess they just have really like sturdy pelvis regions. Was it hard? No. They weren't hard at all. See, I would They just, were definitely not hard, I don't which know was I'd, a little insulting. I was like, I want to yeah. be the person who like makes the male stripper hard.
0: Right, cuz imagine like how hard of a feat that is. Yeah. Pun intended. He was he
2: was so he was just like, I think pretty checked out. One other thing I noticed is that if you like it's this weird thing where you're kind of like, oh, it's sexy cuz we're simulating sex, but then there are certain details to having a male stripper on you that are, it's almost like TMI like one guy <laughs> like a lot of the guys wore like a lot of cologne which I yeah. was actually like kind of I it was disgusting but also I was kind of on board with it because it sort of shielded me from their natural scent which like I don't need to know you know yeah, what I like mean the, yeah and this one guy was like really sweaty and I could like smell like what he smells like like when he's sweating Too real during sex and I was like I just met you like I don't like you can like show your abs around me and like I'll sit on your dick. But I'll like I on don't want to smell your sex smell. <laughs> I don't need that. That's, that's just too like far. that's crossing the line. I'll
0: bounce on your dick, but how dare you quaff your sex smell in my vicinity. Right, right, right. Like I'll yeah. I'll uh I'll uh
2: uh yeah. the what's I'll till the, til the <laughs> I'll pounce till the night the night's over, but I don't I don't need to know like your pheromones. I'll intimately until
0: the night's over. Yeah, I'll
2: can that be until your the- memoir title? Yeah, well, yes, it can. Which <laughs> quick plug for my note
0: <laughs> <laughs> my search for the best male stripper. Yeah, <laughs>
2: it's gonna be a long one. What but is he's like, out
0: there? The biggest difference do you think between male strippers and female strippers? Because you've been in a female strip club, right? I have. I think the. I mean, they
2: both at this. I mean, they both do like amazing acrobatic, sort of like gymnast moves. Yeah um i'm more turned on by the female ones than the male ones i think and i'm I'd, not and i'm straight yeah no i think i might be also i don't know the male ones it feels more like it's about dancing like yeah, actual yeah, like me out hip-hop of it. it's it's very magic mike it really is like routines you know they know what they're like they'll do certain things <clears> and it's everyone's gonna clap i've actually like i feel like whenever i've gone to a A girl strip club. Women will do these amazing moves, and no one's clapping. Yeah, no one claps. I'm like, I'm sorry. Are you in Cirque du Soleil, (laughs) (laughs) sitting there with your ones? I mean, look at her. (laughs) She's she's (laughs) hanging onto a pole with only the strength of her legs, and we're not all bowing down to this bitch. I'm sorry, but like, she earned
0: it. She definitely earned it. Nobody
2: claps. claps. He'll throw ones on, but I'm like, that's a silent. That's a of yeah. praise. $4 it should does be vocal. it. Yeah, it should be vocal. Yeah, we should it's be like true. hooting
0: and hollering. That's true. Because, you know, men sort of already have that like physical edifice where we expect them to be strong. Yeah. But then when a woman goes up there and it truly, it, good strippers are truly acrobatic. I mean, next level. You And it makes you go, I have to stop eating carbs and I need to go run every day. <sighs> yeah. And the flexibility, I just, I can't even, I can't touch my toes I will never forget one time I was at a girl
2: strip club I think it was in New Orleans and this girl's doing such unbelievable moves I mean again <laughs> like climbing a pole with her legs her arms are out and she's Ugh. like no hands no and then hands. And they drop down yeah doing all this amazing stuff and she was it wasn't um like a fully nude strip club but because she was doing such crazy moves like a labia fell out of her thong
0: a labia a labia minora
2: majora major whoa force major wow came out jowl Came out. But I mean, also, how do they not? Like unless you have some kind of not? surgery to to clip it. Yeah. How does it not? If you're if you're flailing about, yeah, one's legs gonna spread flop out. legs closed, legs spread. I mean, if something's yeah. gonna flop out. And everyone around me was like pointing to it. Oh my and god. I was like, I'm sorry. Well like you get up there and try to try to, you know, yeah. whatever. While she's doing somersaults yeah, in the middle to of be the air. In the circus, uh and not have like a ball fall out. Right.
0: Yeah, and well, and your your dad still is gone. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it was just like it was just crazy.
2: I mean, yeah, I just I was like, how are we focusing on that and not that's like crazy, her ability? Dude. I know,
0: but that just shows you how, especially when it comes to women on women, we're so judgmental, so judgmental. Yeah. I worked at a strip club for you did. For 24 hours <laughs> really yeah it was when i first moved to new york okay. and i was broke as fuck and i pretty much tapped. was it one of the like really baller ones well no okay. it was like okay. a faller <laughs> faller <laughs> squalor yeah <laughs> it was um i tapped my parents out for borrowing money uh-huh. and uh it was flash dancers
2: oh in times square oh, so, they, so they got so they pull the thing and the water comes down on them Is no that it? Oh, no okay. i
0: don't know it they do. Um, they did like lunch shifts. That was their thing. Oh
2: no! Yeah, and they had like a, a sushi strip lunch. Makes me very <laughs> sad. It's a nighttime activity.
0: A strip lunch. A strip lunch <laughs> is such a bummer. Do you know? Want me to want me to add fuel to the fire right Please. now? They had a sushi special. No. So they would serve. No. They had a box special. Oh, God. Was it like pun intended? I'm sh- I I think they were so dumb they didn't even realize oh, the pun okay. that was laid upon them that they had put out. <laughs> I remember going there like a box special, huh? And they're like, what? I'm like, oh, oh God. God. I can't I can't be at a strip club that also is dumb. Right. But there's only so many stereotypes that I can handle right, in right, one right. moment. It's too much. And I just, you know, it's one of those things, like, in the back of, like, the local paper, like, the Metro or the AM New York, where it's, like, listings of jobs, you know? And so it was just, like, looking for a waitress. And it didn't say strip club. And then I called the number, and they're like, yeah, here's the address. And I was like, showed up, and I'm like, fuck. But I need money. Right. So... I put on the outfit which was like a Oh yeah, what did you have to wear? <laughs> it was like a collar. I thought you were going to say a turtleneck. I was like this sounds
2: not erotic at all. I
0: went to grab my neck. We wore a chain <laughs> chain link collar. No, it was like a velvet collar, like a choker. Uh-huh. And then like um like a tube top, like okay. a hat, like a crop top, you know, basically like what Chloe or uh, Kendall and Kylie are wearing all the yeah, time, now. One sure. of those little crop tops uh-huh. and booty shorts. Okay. So it was like, you know, what you'd wear on a hot day anyways. Yeah.
2: That's no labia so out. No. Yeah.
0: Right. A labia free zone. Yeah. labia free zone. So
2: <laughs> what was the clientele like? Cops and doctors. Oh, that's kind of hot. Yeah.
0: The oh, clientele like is like that. who you'd imagine would be a male stripper. Yeah. And very quiet. Right. Right. Like full YMCA cast. Full YMCA Cops, cast. doctors.
2: Construction. 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 Yeah. Guy with the, the fireman.
0: Stethoscope.
2: Yeah. Right. 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 <laughs> Swinging around his stethoscope like a lasso. <laughs> amazing and
0: uh i just worked like the day shift and i sl- i slowly i felt my soul leaving my body yeah because just i was talking to the girls like i was doing comedy at the time but i also was like i need to get like some reconnaissance here because this is too fascinating sure i can't not talk to these did girls. you talk about it on stage
2: i haven't oh i feel like you should yeah maybe i, I like should. it also the fact that it was 24 hours is very funny <laughs> to me <laughs> Like what I learned in 24 hours. that's <laughs> yes, true. As a strip wa- a strip club waitress, I once so ugh, I'm like the worst friend. <laughs> I really have like a lot of moments when I look back in my life and I'm like, why weren't you just a better
0: friend? I, but I, I feel ha- the same way about me too. You do? Yeah, of course. Everyone does. Oh, I think I'm the worst. You're Especially not.
2: Especially when I was a teenager, I was never the worst in like doing drugs, that kind of thing. Like I wasn't rebellious. Yeah. That kind of the worst. But I was the worst just in like in like being insensitive. Like I had a friend. Who, she wanted. She told me she was good. Well, she was always like my troubled friend. Yeah, like she had weird parents. They were like rich, but like didn't care about her. It was just like a weird, such oh, situ- terrible. Yeah, it was a weird situation. She would stay over at my house a lot, and she was friends with like my other friends, and we would all hang out as a crew. And she told me. I think it was her senior year. Yeah, it was her senior year of high school. She told me she wanted to be a stripper. Oh god. And I didn't stop her because she was already such an exhibitionist. Like anytime we would like, we would, like went to her lake house the summer before and like she like took her top off in front of like everyone. Like she did not care about She wanted that attention. Man. She didn't care. She yeah. was like fine being whatever naked and there was no there was no uh there's no limitation there so I thought when she told me she was going to be a stripper I should have stopped her but I was like well you already are that kind of person (laughs) yeah which is so horrible in retrospect but anyways I was actually supportive and I went with her she's like will you just like come with me there's a strip club that I've heard is good oh my god will you come with me um to like meet the owner for like basically like an audition and I went with her that's a good friend
0: is it though yes is that a good friend? <clears throat> yes, because you can't. This is a, this is a reality. It of haunts l- me to this day. <laughs> it haunts me. You can't. You can't be mad because you're not responsible for her decisions. All you can do is be there. That's a that's what that's exactly what a good friend does. Sure, there are some times when you'd be like, You should think twice about this, but stripping is not the end of the world. It's not. Girls make a shitload of fucking oh, yeah. money. And I'm not someone who like pities. I, no. I don't I hate
2: stripper shaming. I like to really to be clear, I really hate it. Yeah, like, I do too. I mean, I'm sure that there is that there is the there the stereotype around strippers does exist for a reason. It I, does. there is sadness and I saw it firsthand when my friend was working. At this place, there was a lot of drama. The girls were like always fighting, and was, they're like, crazy. and
0: some of them are crazy. Crazy,
2: and one they're girl like threatened tormented. to stab my my friend, I'm like sure. crazy shit. But then there are also ones that it's like, oh, we make like so much money, like don't yeah. feel bad for us. The, the, the yeah, game, the the joke
0: is on the the guys who come in, exactly, exactly, which I kind of like.
2: Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> um, she so I went with her to this club, and it was. Dis- disgusting in retrospect like oh it was god. like the, it was in Dallas Texas like the worst block like you know what I mean when like all the other businesses on the block are closed like, like that for kind good? of block yeah like for good like, like not like,
0: opening tomorrow no
2: <laughs> like like spaces that are like we don't know what to do with us anymore <laughs> um just like boarded up disgusting oh and my god and, then this, strip club. and this strip club was in the middle of it do you remember the name of it I think it was like Electric Lady or something. That's
0: not bad. Kind yeah. Of romantic. Yeah. It's like a Jimi Hendrix nod. Yeah.
2: It does feel like. Yeah. It feels kind of like s- trippy. Yeah. <laughs> um. So I went in with her, and I will never forget this. So I was in this phase in high school where, like, all I did was wear sweatpants. Like I thought it was like really cool to just like always wear sweatpants. So I we, literally we did was, that too in our high school. Yeah, I wore like a. I wore like a tight top. Yeah. But then like baggy sweatpants. Did you fold them over a yeah. little? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. We did that too. I also had like gained weight, so it was kind of like my fun little like loophole where I didn't feel (laughs) I didn't feel as like overweight as I actually felt because I wasn't wearing jeans to like challenge my body. (laughs) So I went into this club with her, and she's basically like doing her sample dance, and the guy watching her who is like I guess her sample dance. The guy watching her, um, he leaned over and he's like, "You know, you would actually make a killing here." And I remember, to you, yes. Oh my god. And I remember being so flattered <laughs> it's to this day the nicest thing anyone's ever said to me <laughs> Oh like, my god! he literally looked me up and down I'm wearing like the dumpiest outfit and he was like you do well here and I was like did you think about it I was like this man sees me oh also <laughs> I remember he was sitting next to another stripper named cinnamon and um, she also, she was like, yeah, she would make a killing here. Like, the two oh, of them were like... working together. So there was this great feeling of, like... Camaraderie? approval from the <laughs> woman who worked there combined with the approval of the booker. Yeah.
0: You was- had what it took.
2: It did felt- you consider
0: it for a, I a- did
2: an inkling? Yeah, because I was like, I don't know. There was something kind of empowering about it to <clears> me. <throat> like, it looked fun. This was not an acrobatic strip club. This was straight, like, dance around and, like, just... Bounce them, you know, just make them bounce. Yeah, get on your hands and knees. Yeah, and... um I remember I went to see my friend for, for the first time she actually worked the club. So I also she, she, went. Passed. she passed. How was her sample
0: dance? Were her you impressed?
2: Dance? Yeah, I mean, it was good. I mean, she was already a good dancer just in life. Like, anytime we'd go to a party, she just, like, had... She's one of those people who just, like, naturally had moves. Yeah. What song? Um, It was Put Some Sugar On Me. Very classic. Oh, wow. That's, and like, iconic. Her, yeah, it was iconic. <laughs> and then the um mm-hmm. the next one was an Allison Chains song, which I feel like I liked Alice and Chains, and I don't really know what happened wow. Anyways, but the first dance she did as an official employee of the club um I remember she didn't take her top off like she was just like dancing and then at the very end they were like give it up for something she was like oh my god and then she took off then she like took off her top at the very very end so she forgot so to she strip. basically was just she, she's the stripper who forgot to strip so <laughs> she bombed
0: is what you're saying that's like us going up and forgetting our jokes I think it's a stripper bomb i can't imagine like how she didn't get heckled like where are your tits? i
2: know it was so she literally she looked at me and she's like oh my god i forgot to take off my top and i was like you got this you
0: got this and then she takes it off like the last second yeah
2: anyway. how long did she work there a while like a while and then she went to a different club, and the di- the other club is where the women were psychotic. She actually was on an episode of Cheaters. Do you remember that show? Yes, I don't think I ever saw I the loved show. That show. You did, it
0: just was so bad, just asinine. Yeah, it was like cops
2: on crack, right? So she was on an episode of that show with the girl who like threatened to stab her.
0: Oh my god, yeah.
2: So she was like briefly in a relationship with the girl, and then I don't know what happened. So you
0: lost touch with her? Well, what? Tell me, tell me you saw her in Vegas, and she made it. It's worse. Oh, God. It's so bad. You I might have need... to edit this out. Come on. She died. Oh! <laughs>
2: <laughs> Why is that so funny? Are we going to run out? You can't even breathe. I was
0: going to mention it. You gotta lead with that shit, Jamie. You gotta lead. You have to lead
2: with it. I was going to. I was going to lead with it. And then I didn't want it to be insensitive or sad because I was just like recalling moments of my past and trying to show how I wasn't a good friend. But then I remember feel when like I we said it about a, a bad friend. Remember, before?
0: remember when I reassured you that you. <laughs> I have never laughed so hard on this podcast <laughs> especially over such a horrible subject like <laughs> stripper It's awful. P. I've
2: had some I've had some distance from it clearly. Uh, she's had some distance from life. <laughs> this feels good. <laughs> this feels good. Feels good to talk about i really have not Does talked it feel about good it, to get it out? well i never talked about i never talked about the stripper stories that's this is the first time i've ever oh god oh my god Please, you can't also die don't die <laughs> literally cry no, i never talked about them and then i i they really do haunt me it's supporting her stripping fe- felt felt I, I still think about how i shouldn't have done that no, and then the fact that there's, so. no, there's no there's
0: now she die in the pole no no no, no.
2: it wasn't anything stripper related no. Like she didn't get shanked or anything no no <laughs> Oh my God! I'm sure people have died on the pole.
0: Oh, I'm sure. I mean, I'm sure you got to have a heart attack. I don't know you why slide they slide down and crack I your like neck. They
2: should just wear helmets.
0: Like, even, <laughs> like I think they should wear helmets. <laughs>
2: they can make them cool, like roller derby, like you know, like glitter and stickers. Just draw like, like some tits bumper on stickers. Yeah. yeah, make them like make them your own. Make them your own. Decorate them. Yeah, decorate them, <laughs> and then I bet they should be wearing them because it's dangerous. It's dangerous out there anyways how are you (laughs) i'm never gonna heal from that i don't know if i am either i really was gonna say it at the top and then i was like but that makes it so much worse and so i was like Uh, i'll just omit that detail and then it came back around
0: oh god that was honestly i peed my pants a little bit i did a little that was good okay good i feel i feel good okay good i'm sorry about your friend thank you Uh Hey, life happens, and this is what we're we're here to make light of terrible things. Yes. And we had also like
2: not whatever, it doesn't make it better, but we had also like not been friends for we were really high school friends. Yeah. You're fine. Yeah, it happened like much later in life. You're totally fine. Okay,
0: thanks. I uh... um (laughs) Well, the rest of we could we can finish the rest of the day I had working at that club. Oh yeah. The guy owner came over to me and said the same thing. (gasps) Oh, After working for a while, like waitressing, just literally waitressing, which yeah. there's like six people in there, uh huh, six dudes. Oh, so it didn't have a lot of. what lunch lunch shift wasn't popping. Was lunch was slow. Lunch was slow. Okay. Okay. Um, and the owner looked exactly as you'd think he would look. He had like a bowler style button up, t- short T shirt, like uh-huh. something Bill Murray would have worn in Kingpin. Right. And he had like a comb over, gold pinky rings, thick chain necklace, like just he looked like he walked off a set, a movie oh. set of a God. stripper, like by a a pic about a guy who was owned a strip club. Right. And he comes up to me. He's like, you know, you look good up on that pole. And I was like, not a fucking chance. Oh. I'm literally here to make ends meet and then I'm out. And I had to buy my own outfit. It was like 60 bucks. Ew. I had to buy my own outfit. God. They gave it to me. I worked that day. And then <clears throat> there was a madam who sat in the dressing room for the girls. It's like old lady who just had been there for years. That's a fascinating job to me. Fascinating. madam That's is somebody. A fascinating I need to get job. her on the fucking podcast. You do. I'm or going back to New um, York. Or, or just, just any uh, madam. madam. Yeah.
2: It's fascinating. It
0: really is fascinating. Yeah. And how much she knew about the po- the strippers and how much the bouncer knew about the strippers. Wow. Because they all confide in him. Right, right, right. And he was telling me how half of them have husbands and boyfriends who didn't even know that they were strippers. Oh, my God. How do you
2: keep that a secret? Well, I know for a <laughs> fact from my friend who worked at a strip club she had a boyfriend at the time and he was not allowed in the strip club
0: see i don't blame i I don't i don't mind they don't allow
2: boyfriends yeah because it gets too crazy yeah it's no boy no boyfriend policy how do you keep it secret i don't know i mean i guess you could say this one this one i mean i guess you could say that you you're waitressing yeah and then like i said and then then if they come to the if they come to the club then maybe the bouncer like knows what to say to be like oh you can't come like Oh, Sorry, god. we have a policy. I don't know. That's
0: crazy to me. He's like, Yeah, they don't know. They have men that don't know what how? they do. And I was like, How is it how do you and just the stress also, of keeping why, it a secret? Why would you want to keep that a secret? Yeah, why would you want to be with somebody oh, who's like you eat couldn't me tell alive?
2: Oh my god. Yeah. I would Also really you to- want to be with someone who like <laughs> I mean it's a, it's sort of a catch twenty to two. It's like how much support do you want? Mm-hmm. But at the same time, like you need someone who's like, Do you? Like I'm not threatened by it. Yeah. You have. I think you have to have that.
0: You need to have that. Because or, like, do you yeah. use the stress of them not knowing to fuel your performance?
2: Oh, yeah. You just, yeah. like, leave it on the stage. Yeah, 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 leave it on the stage. <laughs> right, 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 right. You need some fuel. Some stripper fuel. Some stripper fuel. Which right. I thought was neglect, but now. No, it's it's, it's many things. It's uh, holding in a secret and really...
0: You take letting off, it out. You
2: take off. Yeah, you let your boobs out and you let your feelings out. You flap a labia.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You let one loose. You want to
2: let one loose.
0: They're like they're like little tigers in your underwear. You just got to let them out of the cage. Yeah. Your labias. Hers was definitely. <laughs> 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 so did you have fun at your bachelorette party?
2: I did. Did you do dick hats? Did, did you do all mm, that? A little bit the first <clears throat> night. It's funny, I feel like first night you First night, you really do it up. Second night is a li- it's like everyone just being like, yeah, we're good. Let's rally. And like yeah. no one really wants to go out another time. Yeah. But um, yeah, it was really fun. I think it's hard because like in your 30s, like no one wants to do anything. No, it's so different. It's so different. Like, I really thought we would all be like, you know what? We're in Vegas. Like, let's yes, go fucking everyone, nuts. yeah let's go nuts and I and I didn't think it was just because I was the bride because it wasn't even that it was just like we're in Vegas what else do you do yeah You. you it's debauchery and it's, it's also in the it's in the air there it's in the water you're just like oh you just rally here yeah. like whatever exhaustion you're feeling you, you get fight over through it. it
0: you fucking get a, you get, get a power it. bar
2: yeah go to the buffet yeah you go to the buffet five
0: dollars right stock up on mac and cheese yeah and fucking get back out yeah there. you get back out you there. get back in the game yeah that's Vegas how- isn't for napping. No, it's not for napping.
2: And also people nap during the day. So I don't know. It was just interesting. Like we, yeah, I was really, I guess, you know what? Well, there was this one night where we went. To, uh, the biggest thing is like, you got to stay either in your hotel or in a hotel very close to your hotel. Because I think you the do. second you start getting cabs and schlepping to a, it's like that to me. And also the thing is, everything looks really close. It does. So I remember going like, guys, MGM Grand's right there. And it literally was like a 45-minute walk, and we were all in heels. And I was <laughs> like, oh my what God. is this? <laughs> so we went to this club, and like, we were on a list, which means nothing. It means nothing in Vegas. No, they treated my friend like crap. Ugh. And she was annoyed, and rightfully so. And then... Finally, we all got in, but it was such a process to get in. Everyone immediately was like, I'm out of here. And that's what is different in your
0: 30s, the process. Like when you're yeah. younger, when you're like you know, even like late teens, early twenties, yeah. you're like, Fuck it.
2: Yeah, and it's also like a harrowing tale. You're like, We
0: got in like yeah. you know, you
2: like you get like excited by them being like, Well, hold on just a second, ladies. Yeah. You're like, ooh, <laughs> like you know? There's a game. an obstacle. <laughs> yeah. It's like it's like never ending story. You're like, Oh Say my name. Riddle me this. <laughs> um, so I feel like that is not that is not a cool thing. To no, you want you want instant instantaneous. You just want let ease. me in. Yeah, I, I don't and I got time to wait in a fucking line. We went to this like three story whatever, and the music was really great, but it was so crowded in there and that, loud. Yeah, it was. I mean, it was literally like to the point where you couldn't really dance. I hate there was that. Just too many bodies. Yeah, and it's just like, but then you spend so much time getting in, you have to appreciate. You it have to appreciate because it's not it. the kind of place that you can just casually be like, oh, let's just go back to blah blah blah. Yeah. It's like you have to really commit to plans. Yeah. And yeah. how many nights were you there? Uh, two nights. Oh, that's enough. Yeah.
0: See, it's Since enough. another thing. I went when I turned twenty-one. I went with like seven people for five nights. Oh my god! And oh, that's so many nights. We just,
2: I, I lost myself. Like I, I was a different person. <laughs> I mean that. I, yeah, I think you I was would.
0: running to the plane by the time I was like, right. we gotta get the five fo- What was Whoa. I thinking? But I didn't know. And Where nobody did you stay? else knew. Um, MGM Grand. Oh, yeah. And I remember this one night, we were coming back from the club. My friend Jen Gear and I, Grier, I can't even say her last name. Jen Gear and I, and uh, a couple other people, we were walking through the, <laughs> just like through all the slot machines. We had taken our heels off because we were out for 92 hours. Right. Dancing and drinking. Right. And this security guard, this female security guard, with, we just say, lack of muscle definition. Okay. You know, I'm not going to say fat because it's pejorative and not nice. Yeah. I'm not gonna say Susan Powder in shape because that's so far from the situation. Uh, oh, I miss her. I miss her. Stop the insanity. Yeah. But this woman, there's no no security measures she's gonna be able to take. Yes. Besides, see something, say something. Yes. And she said something, but she said it with this like inflection, like this weird. She was. She had like this, shh, sh- sh- like this shh sh- thing. Oh no. And everything was like shh shh shh. And she was like, girls, why why'd you shake your shoes off?" And we're like, "Excuse." <laughs>
2: Also, don't you see that five thousand times a night? Yeah, I mean it's have Vegas. You, have you ever
0: worn high heels, lady? Yeah, I do. Obviously not. Be on our team. Yeah, be on our team. And we were walking like through the carpet. Like, what are our feet? Oh, the come carpet on. is gonna hurt our feet more than our feet are gonna hurt the fucking also, carpet. Also, the carpet has seen a lot. Yes, and you the, know that, that carpet, carpet is demon. Disgu-
2: yeah, it's it's literally just like jizz on
0: Paisley. <laughs> Second memoir title: Jizz on Paisley. <laughs> And she's like, girl, you really need to put your shoes on. It's a security issue. And we just kept having our talk because we were oh we were h- like drunk and just blown away. And we're like, we're hungry. We want food. And she was like, well, if you go down, this, walk down this alley here, there's some sandwiches. There's a sandwich shop. And we're like, a what? And she's like, a sandwich shop. Oh, my God. So for the rest of the three days, we just kept saying, sandwich shop. You guys want to get some sandwiches at a sandwich shop? Oh,
2: I'll my God. I'll never forget God. that moment in my life. That's amazing. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. But trying to think. Vegas is a. Is I, I took my top off at the pool. You did? For a hot second. Hint, and then I put it back on we managed- Did they dare you? Did you have like the dare list? Well we went to like one of the nude pools or whatever Not nude but you know what I mean There's the adult- a nude pool? Yeah there's one It's actually really decent Um, I actually really liked it a lot It was nice Um, At what the hotel? Mirage Oh the
0: Mirage is nice no, I don't know. Is it a bullshit hotel? I think,
2: I think the key to Vegas is you gotta stay. You can do like Bellagio or Venetian. Yeah. Or you should do a slightly newer hotel. Yeah, the newer
0: ones are nice because Isn't they're the, younger. Is the Mirage the the Pyramid? Yes. Oh, that's a shitty it's one. It's a little like, it's a little old. It looks like a lodge that would be in, in like yes. some mid, you know, in the middle of the country. It, it, it feel, has a lodge feel. It has a lodge yeah, feel. Yeah,
2: and like, just the clientele—it's just a lot of rascals. Yeah, a lot of rascals. It just wasn't a good. It wasn't. It didn't feel youthful, and I didn't know that about yeah. Mirage. I just thought it, I looked at on TripAdvisor, and it was rated like one of the like most highly rated on. TripAdvisor and I. The Mirage was? Mirage was, yeah. And I, and it had it like, you know, I'm also going with a group and I'm trying to just make it affordable for everyone because they're already like schlepping across the country to come to this thing. And I didn't want the hotel to be this like big expense that stopped people from coming. Yeah. That's smart, though. Yeah, it was. It was fine. I just think you you should uh, you should stay at Cosmopolitan. When I'm going back, I'm doing the Venetian, so I'm yeah. gonna stay at the Venetian. Yeah, which the Venetian is, is nice? Venetian's nice. Bellagio's nice. Yes. Yeah. I mean, some of the older ones are nice, but um. My, anyways. But the one cool thing about the Mirage is that their adult only pool was actually like really fun. See, that's dope. When you have your really kids in fun. Vegas, like yeah, fucking prioritize. No. I really love an adult only yeah. pool. And yeah, and their tits out. Yeah, there were some tits. Wow! And but the uh, everyone there, all the like men there, like single men, they were all like so ugly, sweaty, and sloppy. They were just like the sloppiest. There was this group of guys. They were like <laughs> our age. It was a bachelor party, but they were like all. I'm telling you, every single one of them was like, just like a, a pale. Oh, they were God. all from Iowa. The- <laughs> Pale potato faces and like their bodies look like potatoes. They like weren't fat, but they weren't. It was just like it was just like all it was just like hanging out with potatoes.
0: I love sweet potatoes, though.
2: Yeah. No, this was not sweet potatoes. This is like white starch raising your blood sugar. Potato famine potatoes. Yes, exactly. Potatoes. Not even Irish. I feel like that would have wow. given them even a little, a, little a little bit of, yeah, a little color, like a little bit a little of ginch. characteristic, but it was just, just sort of a, amoebic.
0: Oh man. Yeah, bruised and, easily.
2: Yeah. Very easily bruised. <laughs> and they were all like shirtless and they had like huge areolas and we were just like, we can't. And they were like, oh, hey, oh God. they were like, they're like, they like, what are you guys doing later? And I was like, no, mash, but they were the potatoes? only ones that were our age, <laughs> oh, which man. is why you got to stay at Cosmopolitan. Cause my cousin uh, my cousin's fiance, she went to the cosmopolitan for her bachelorette. Or er, sorry, wife now, but went to the cosmopolitan for her bachelorette and like all the pictures, she just was like these like hot Italian studs, and I was like, you're Ugh, like where You we stayed they? in the wrong place? Yeah. Can you go to other hot- pools? You can, but it's like oh, I think it's more difficult. You have to like get on a list. You have it's to get like on a, a list. There's always
0: lists in Vegas. So annoying.
2: So and now annoying. you're now you're wedded. I'm wedded. Yeah. Does it feel different? It feels different because everyone keeps mentioning it to me. <laughs> me, like me being like, "Does it feel different?" Yeah, but no, that's a, it's a totally like, I would want to know that also. I feel like it doesn't feel different. It it feels different when you're arguing because you <laughs> you can you you can say things like, "I am your wife," like I literally <laughs> say that. It's like such a fun. Oh, that's awesome. It's a really great trump card to pull out. And also, do you remember the
0: first time you did it? That'd be a pivotal moment.
2: I don't remember the first time Ugh. I did it. I mean, we also we have the kind of relationship where like we like fight through we like our fights are are um they're they're never like huge, they're just frequent. Right. So we we are like a bickering couple. Yeah. So I feel like it, it flares up and then it's fine and right. we never ha- like we we do not hold anything back from each
0: other right which is good which is good that's and you don't want to have resentment that's what there is like, there's no tricky.
2: yes and there's no like i've been wanting to say this <laughs> for years you know there's nothing it's just like uh, i'm annoyed and then it's like fine again. yeah but um yeah so i say it i say it a lot <laughs> has like, he said i am, I am your wife. husband. No, because husband doesn't have that. Cut. Wife rhymes with like knife. <laughs> you know, it's like I'm stabbing you with your,
0: with your responsibility. You should do me. that as a joke.
2: I mean, maybe that's I
0: funny. Like it's how it's so a cutting tr- word it and it rhymes with knife and knife's cut. Yeah, just like that's funny. Yeah, well, anyway, that's good. Mm. Where where did you guys get wedded at?
2: um At this place. To go back home? No, we got married outside of L.A. Um, in Simi Valley at this place called Eden Gardens. Oh, that sounds beautiful. And it it is. It was very beautiful. Um, this is a story I have started kind of talking about this on stage, trying to figure <laughs> it out. But tell me. Basically, okay. So we go to this place. I find it. I immediately fall in love with it. And this is like whatever. <laughs> a year before the wedding, we go and like one of the main features of this place is that they have an aviary when you walk in and with white peacocks, there's like a parrot that says 45 phrases. They have lovebirds, all these like tropical gorgeous birds. So, um, I was like, Oh my God, that's so cool. And they're like, this is where your guests are going to walk in. Like they're going to see these birds. And I was like, great. Birds are great. And then (laughs) birds are great. (laughs) Put a bird on it, put a bird on it. And so I was like, yes, we put down the deposit cut to about a month before our wedding. We go for a walkthrough and we're strolling through the aviary. And I'm like, oh, this is looking like a little different than I remembered. They had like one white peacock before they had like four. They had one white peacock. But then like a lot of the cages were empty with just oh, like, no. you know, like feathers on the bottom. So it looked oh. like the birds had died. Oh, and then no. the one cage that had all the lovebirds and colorful birds, um, they had replaced those birds with pigeons. I'm not kidding. You like gray squawk bogaking.
0: Just rats of the sky. Just fu- rats of the sky. Literally, third memoir title. <laughs> rats of the sky.
2: It was so disgusting, and Holy I was fuck. like, "Oh, that's not acceptable!" Like we have a lot of people from New York coming to this wedding. Like they, they see pigeons. they see pigeons. I mean, they think like a notch above roaches. Yes, yeah, not even. Like, not even. Just just roaches with wings. Exactly. Well, e- with more wings. With more wings. So I wrote the groundskeeper an email that honestly, I that you in, wrote
0: the groundskeeper an email. It said,
2: subject head: R E colon Pigeons. <laughs> And I could as I was writing it I was like I can't believe I'm actually crafting this email about pigeons (laughs) surrounding my wedding like it was just so insane and it was insane
0: pigeons would be an issue never
2: and never would I think that they would not realize that they're disgusting then they write me back and they're like oh but they're they're rare pigeons they're uh, Siberian McAfee or whatever I don't even know. Whatever. So yeah, something calling bullshit. Yeah, whatever. They're a blah 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 pigeon. It's a
0: fucking it's pigeon. It's a pigeon. Pigeon is done. Pigeon that's is pigeon. It. Pigeon is pigeon. There's no so the joke rare I'm, pigeon.
2: The joke I'm trying to tell is that um is that uh, that's like going to the gynecologist and they're like, you do have an STD, but one of the rare ones. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, yeah, Oh boy. Okay. So I can deal with that. Yeah. Like all your friends have <laughs> HPV, but you have Siberian syphilis. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh so european that's good that's okay, funny good. that's gone. funny i'm working on it that's really good and so did the pit were the pigeons there for your wedding day
2: i you know what i went in the back because i didn't even want to confront the pigeon the aviary yeah. Well, not all that, and I also didn't want to like see everybody before because you're supposed to be like, yeah, you, you, like a reveal. You're presented. You're presented. I'm sure it was lovely, but I also it, it was beautiful. I mean, I think it's also the type of thing where it's like just cool that there are bird cages. Like people are just yeah, that's kinda, awesome. like, on board with cages. Yeah. <laughs> um, not people really love sure why. cages. People <laughs> love cages. But uh, yeah, it, it ended up being great. It was really wonderful. Um, there was one weird thing where so right before I was about to walk down the aisle, I'm standing with my parents like behind this bush. <laughs> like, whatever. So they couldn't, so the guests couldn't see me. And I started crying before I walked down the aisle. And mm. um, I remember our wedding planner. She got in my face. At this moment. At this moment. She gets in my face. Oh, and she's God. trying to stop me from crying. And then she has this, like, rehearsed, speech that she clearly gives every bride like she basically watched the wedding planner with jennifer lopez i just thought and of that recited the speech that she recites oh. remember in that movie didn't she have like a tool belt with yes. like kleenex she had, she sewing like a, kit it was like
0: her emergency her kit. emergency kit yep. so she
2: had a situation like that that movie was clearly very influential on my wedding planner <laughs> <laughs> and she started i don't remember the speech verbatim but she was basically trying to get me to stop crying because I guess she was nervous I was going to like ruin my makeup or something but it was basically like she was like it's almost like she basically was like don't come don't come like that kind of thing where it's like think about shoes think about you know like just trying to get me to like hold back my tears and I was like Yo I'm getting married Yeah let me
0: have this moment this, yeah. is, this is what this is
2: about Yeah and like it's obviously organic I'm not like staging tears right now Yeah you're right feeling now. an emotion
0: Why would you bulldoze would you bulldoze? I, would, I a, remember a in the moment
2: I didn't think it But afterwards you start to mm. Everything kind of comes back to you And you start like analyzing the night And I was like that was weird
0: Yeah that's really that weird That was weird it, it would be more like she that would be more useful if you were like getting in an argument with somebody and she's like hey hey, you know we don't need to argue this is a beautiful day right. and she's trying to like you know diffuse that but to diffuse a raw or if emotion, you're about to like
2: cry at work or something yeah. i could see someone being like let's go to the bathroom
0: right let's go to the bathroom. let's figure this out yeah i can in a place see that where you shouldn't cry
2: yeah i can see a co-worker yeah. being like oh i know if you're Our at, boss like, a boss is a dicks yeah let's go right here at Staples. let's go into the storage room yeah
0: We'll figure it out. H and M children's department. Like, don't cry there.
2: Right behind the overalls. Um, It's
0: okay to cry behind a bush before you're going to walk down the aisle. It was so weird, and I also I was like, does this work on other people? Like, I want because her speech. Obviously,
2: it didn't stick with me because that part kind of was a blur. Other than the tears and being with my parents. (laughs) Did you say anything to her, or were you just like placating? I kind of just like listened to her because I. It's one of those moments where you need people to tell you what to do. Yeah, like you're so overwhelmed that you're like just. Just puppeteer me. Like, yeah. just just make me your stuffed animal and
0: like you move me. And that sounds like what you, you behind closed doors, it sounds like we're getting into personal. <laughs>
2: <laughs> make me your teddy bear. <laughs> so, yeah, it, it was just a little, it was just a strange, it was strange. That was really weird. And then you had your dad give
0: you away traditionally? No,
2: I had both of my parents. That's nice. Both of my parents walking down the aisle. Yeah. I mean, I got to say, even though I did have a wedding, weddings do. There's something about the attention as a bride that really skeeves me out. And I'm trying to understand. I guess it's because I do stand up. So there's part of me that's like, I don't need this. Yeah, I have plenty of, course. of I get attention all the time. Yeah. And it's in a way that's like very rewarding because I really worked for it. Yeah. Whereas being a bride, the attention is like, if you're a bride, you will get attention. There's no bride that someone's ever been like mean to. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you're just instantly a princess. It's weird. And I'm used to not getting validation unless i've earned it by doing my job as a comedian who delivers jokes that hopefully make people enjoy themselves yeah so it's this kind of thing of like i don't i don't like people praising me when i didn't earn it
0: yeah i feel i can relate to that because it feels cheap or something it feels very cheap
2: it feels cheap it feels easy and then when people use the same verbiage to congratulate you on your wedding the same way they would congratulate you on like a career milestone. It's like, but it's not that I worked for that. Yeah. I worked so hard to get that. I mean, marriage, I worked at my relationship. Right. But that's just like that. A, but, but that's yeah. like, it's like, I did, it's not a, pro- it's not a promotion. It's not a, I don't know why. And then, then that's like all, another fucked up thing where it's like, well, why do I need, wh- why am I even likening it right. to career well because like it's that's, a similar thing because I think because our careers are so like intertwined in our, yeah, our in our personalities in our, our lives. identities
0: yeah especially as stand-up comedians it's very hard to draw that line between your daily life and your career life and so right. when that starts to bleed over in a moment like that where you are ex- experiencing this adoration and and attention in a place where you're like well wait a minute like you said I'm used to getting this when I have earned it this feels off because you spent a career earning it so that you get to feel what it feels like to be a girl who's just going down the aisle and getting that attention. And, you know, that's kind of weddings are kind of, they've been, you know, they've evolved into that sort of day, you know, so strange where the bride is paraded. It's,
2: it's very, it's a parade. Um, it's a total circus. I mean, it's funny too, because people are like, your wedding day is your best day of your life. Um, I will say that it was one of, one of my favorite days, yeah. but in no way is it hands down the best day of my life. No, it was a fantastic, I will say a fantastic week because we ended up having everybody stay at this one hotel that was, it's literally designed to make people hang out. That's they cool. have a bar, they have, they have, um like a wine bar where you can sit outside with picnic tables. They have another bar that's like a nightclub. If you've stayed at that bar too long and want to move over to this bar. That's It's smart. so conducive. It felt like, it's so conducive to hanging out. It felt like summer camp. And that is something I will never forget. Yeah, like, see, it that's felt a like part. a dream that week. Yeah. Because it was just like everyone I loved. It's like, oh, we're going here at 7 o'clock. And it's like people would just stroll over. Yeah. And it's like, oh, I didn't know you were coming. Like it was such an organic just, n- like, natural way to get everyone together. Yeah. And there was very little effort other than being, like, this is where we're staying. And that, to me, felt really fun because there was also a surprise element of, like, oh, my God, look who all's here. Yeah, that's nice. And then your wedding, the whole day, there's so much, I mean... Where did We're, you stay? We stay this place, you have to go there. It's incredible. It's called Westlake Village Inn. They actually filmed the first episode of The Bachelorette. Yeah. Yes. There. Um, it's the best it's the best place to have like a family reunion it. or like whatever. If you have like a bunch of people who need to hang out, yeah. It's the best place you could ever you could ever make. And them that's go. right outside of LA. Well, yeah, like forty five minutes yeah. in Simi Valley. And um, Oh, yeah, but just, like, because we're both, like, in entertainment, like, we have makeup put on us a lot. Like, that part is not fun to me. When they were, like, you have to start your makeup at 10 a.m., oh, I was, like, 10 a.m.? Yeah, you're,
0: like, what for what? Why? Why? Is
2: there craft services? I know. And my mom, my mom's, she's pretty awesome in that, like, she really doesn't, like, like when I have a lot of makeup on, which I used to be, like, I remember I showed her pictures from the trial, the makeup and hair trial. Yeah. She was, like, you look ridiculous. <laughs> She was like, you look insane. Well, because you
0: have such naturally beautiful features. Oh, that's very nice. I think like makeup on features that are already pretty, it sort of. Unless you're being like less is more with it, yeah, you, you sort of drown out. But then those in features. But wedding
2: makeup, I feel like you're not allowed
0: to be less is more. No, because it's they're like, like huh? it's for the picture. Yeah,
2: <laughs> it's, it's like right. But what about when I have to see people? Yeah,
0: what about when I have to look through these lashes? I literally
2: like yeah. I, I remember people coming out to me like you look beautiful. I'm like don't get so close to my face. It looks gross. Like. <laughs> Like, there's a lot of foundation on it was and fake lashes. Oh, my God. But, you know, yeah. you're also,
0: I would say, knowing you how I know you, you don't like a lot of makeup. I don't. So
2: you're I'm not wearing sensitive. any right now. Yeah. Well, and also, I have an amazing makeup artist. She's really phenomenal. Shout out to Leslie Rodriguez. Hey, Leslie Rodriguez. At Makeup by Les on Instagram. She's fantastic. Is she LA-based or New York she's based She's LA-based, and she's just such a, she's just so good. And so she was really understanding of me not wanting To wear a lot of makeup, but you want to be shellacked. No, and she knew that. And then, and she, I mean, I'm going to love the pictures. I've already seen some, they look amazing. And she was right. Like, you do it for the pictures. But it's this weird thing where it's like, okay, but you're in person, and like, just in general, if I have any fake lashes on, I always feel like people can tell. And all, I feel just, that way too about yeah, myself Yeah, Or just like foundation even It's like one thing if it's like a light BB cream But yeah. then when it's like full on foundation you, you can feel, at least I can feel like my skin itching oh, yeah. And I feel like people can feel that itching with me <laughs> And so I just get very self conscious oh
0: <laughs> I get very self conscious Do you know who I just realized Talking to you, who your doppelganger is? Who? Fiona Apple.
2: Oh my God. Have you ever heard that? No. You
0: look a lot like Fiona, especially like from a kind of like a forty-five degree angle. Oh, let me side. look her up. I know, I know her, but I don't know. She was, you know, very popular in the yeah. two- oh, early two thousands, and she used to date Zach Galvinakis. They she were together. Did? Yeah, I think a couple comedians. She's. she's gone, oh yes. It. You oh, look like Fiona Apple. Oh my God! Yeah. I recently got Rose Byrne.
2: Rose Byrne. And really? I do
0: not see No, sh- that. I don't think Rose Byrne. I mean, she's cute. You're cute too. But I don't think Rose Byrne. I know. I, I was surprised by that one. You think Rose Byrne was a good friend back in the day, the way you were?
2: I think she was probably better. I think everyone was better. I'm definitely the worst friend now that and we can't. We have to keep that in. I mean, there's
0: <laughs> We have to keep it in because it's a very real moment. It's a real moment. And I screamed into the microphone yeah, we have to keep it <laughs> because that was the last thing I expected. Yeah. I did not expect you to say that.
2: I've had several people, like, die on me. <laughs> like, physically on you? Yeah, die in my arms. <laughs> <laughs> that I have killed. Um, but nonetheless, no. It, uh, it's just, it's a really weird thing. Um, wait, hold on. I'm just, like, Googling Fiona Apple. Yeah, Google Fiona Apple.
0: Check her out. She's where, uh,
2: where? I loved
0: her music, man.
2: She's so moody. Yeah, I mean, people. I think she's still she's still making music though, right? Yeah,
0: she is. I remember seeing her on. Oh, I see it. You do really look like I her. See
2: <laughs> I see I it. I see it.
0: I see it. Yeah. She. Um, yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yes. I get it. That's your doppelganger. Okay. You're welcome. Thank you. It's a pretty good one. Yeah. yeah. I think she's still making music. I mean, her first album she was is. like when she was seventeen.
2: Yeah. She's not. She's not that old. She's no. like 38. No, she's not that old at all. Yeah, she's definitely still making the me- Oh, she made I think it was her. She made the theme song for The Affair. Yes, I think Did you you're watch right. That show?
0: Oh fuck, that show's so good. It's amazing. I think it's Fiona Apple. I think you're right. No, it is Fiona Apple. It is, yes, right? Yeah. Yes. Look at us thinking. We can Google it. it yeah, it, I'll Google it, I, it right now. Yeah, it
2: is. Um, that show's so good.
0: It is really good, but then it also makes you go, "Oh man, I know." Because you know, it, it's so, it, it, it's so true to how life can oh, go. It is right.
2: Yeah, Intro. I saw Joshua Jackson. I had to do this thing. at serious. One day, oh, he's so cute. And I saw him when I came out. He was like the next interview, and I he was one of the coolest, nicest people I've met in a long time. He seems like it. to like- the point where I was like, man, I like you can't just. In comedy, you could be like, let's get each other's numbers. But if it's crossover from comedy to actor, there's still some kind of divide.
0: Yeah, there's a little, it's, it's, for so a different. while. I yeah. mean, hopefully,
2: whatever, I cross that bridge someday where it's not weird. Yeah. But, or maybe it's also the setting of like, I just met this guy and we're not at a party and, yeah,
0: so that, but there's a camaraderie there because there was. Of entertainment. Yeah. Aspect. And I
2: wanted to be like, oh, my God, like, I want to hang out with you. Is that weird? But then I didn't do that because I didn't want to weird him out. <laughs> but at <laughs> the same like time, I feel dude. like I. Yeah. And I like ugh, I, he was just like the nicest, coolest guy. That's awesome. When you yeah. That. It was like an instant like, oh, I like this guy a lot. So, Joshua, if you're listening, Joshua, we love you. Jamie Lee, feel free to hit me <laughs> up on Twitter. I
0: definitely follow you and you can just follow me and then DM me. <laughs> 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 it is Fiona Apple. It's called Container. Yeah. Yeah, it's a good fucking song. And it that is. show is, like, heartbreaking. Heartbreaking. Mm-hmm. You're just like, what the
2: fuck? It's a great show. It is a really great show. Yeah. Because it's, like, love and passion and murder. It's, like, all my favorite things. Yeah, it is, <laughs> it is. It's intense. I'm such a morbid person.
0: I am, too. I'm pretty dark. Are you? Yeah, I like dark stuff. You do? Yeah, I, I, I gravitate towards darker comedy. Uh-huh. I like that sort of... I like the macabre side of the brain where you can get into sort of... Like, laughing at death. Oh, yeah. I mean... that's just I'm so glad that
2: was your reaction I knew it I I think I knew it would be because it's I feel like that's like one of my favorite things about you is that you're not you wouldn't know you're not like the offended person no you always are like oh everything's funny I wish I I feel like I should be offended at some things but well especially we're living in a time when you're supposed to be offended and now we're so PC we have to be offended we have to be offended and otherwise we're like not good people yeah
0: and you have to be offended at Every little thing,
2: yeah. Or you're not conscious.
0: But do, do you feel like, because you know, we in the comedy industry, like you know, all the stuff we post on social media. Do you ever like, if you have something in your mind and you're gonna tweet it, like a tweet. Do you ever go, mm, I don't know if I should tweet this because I might offend somebody. Yes, all the time. And I recently. Like, I'll like talk that's... about. I'll
2: talk about one thing that just happened to me at yeah. a show. Um, it actually happened to me on another podcast. Um, it was like a live show podcast, and. Uh, I, so I wonder if I could just tell, say names, I guess I can. Yeah. I mean, you're not going to get arrested. No, I also, yeah. Also the whole point is that I don't know why I'm hiding from it. Basically.
0: You don't have to feel, I'll take, I'll take responsibility. Okay.
2: So it was whatever. It was on a a live show podcast and Phoebe Robinson, who was, who is one of
0: my best friends. And she's amazing. Check out her book. She has a book. It's going to be so good. Do not touch my hair.
2: Yes, I believe that We're is terrible the title. Friends. No, I that I I know it's Please like don't that. Touch I just my don't want to misquote it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but I'll um, look it up. While it's you tell coming story. out in October. She's yep. the best. Anyways, so whatever. So Phoebe a long time ago dated this guy who, after they had sex, it was like the after the first time they had sex, he started like giving her advice about how to tone up her body. Okay, this is ph- This is a guy that Phoebe. Yes, and okay. she Talks about this. After they had sex, he starts to tell her that she needs to tone up her body and starts like showing her like basically like fitness moves to how to like tone her quads and stuff. And you know, it didn't sound like the type of thing where he was like being he was being helpful, whatever. But she was hurt. She was like, "Oh, that didn't make me feel good." Yeah, that doesn't sound like someone. This guy also has um a disability. He had a uh he was missing fingers. Yes, she has a joke about she this. had a joke about she it. Ha- Does she not do it anymore? She talks about the first part, but she doesn't she I don't know it. She might, I don't want to misquote yeah. her. She might but this particular night she didn't mention that. I aspect remember I remember that it. joke. So I mentioned it. When I when she brought me out on stage, she was hosting. Yeah. Brings me on stage. I go, hold on, is this the guy? Cause that like story really stuck with me. I really did not like that he did that to her. Yeah. And then on top of it, her joke was that, like, he also, like, doesn't have... You don't have a full set of... You need a full hand. My my whole thing was, like, <laughs> if your body is imperfect, it is ironic... Yes. ...that you are telling someone how to perfect theirs, especially right. a woman yes. who you just slept with, who yes. is vulnerable. Yes. It's, it's me highlighting the irony, not making fun of this person's right. disability. No. And two people... On Twitter, we're like, I am. I was har- It was put out as a podcast. Horrified by Jamie's ableist comedy. Oh, fuck off! And I, it, it really hurt my feelings because there's nothing worse than. I think one girl even like wrote like, "Oh, that like it made me feel bad about myself," and it's like, "Oh, f- come or missing the, the point, or maybe, or maybe I didn't communicate it effectively, but I am now on your podcast. No, and you're communicating
0: correctly. Yes, now.
2: and and it's the irony that someone who is imperfect is telling. A man who is imperfect is telling A woman how, how to be, be perfect. perfect It
0: is very ironic and that
2: bothered me Yeah because it's a double standard It felt like a double standard I mean I would have even if he didn't Have a disability I would have been horrified Because it's like it made her feel self conscious Whatever well, way he phrased it Did she ask
0: him hey how no, can I tone
2: my quads no. Then
0: shut the fuck up Yeah
2: and so anyways it just like it made me so sad That that's the takeaway that these people were like Oh Jamie's like making fun of this guy's disability And it's like no it, that's I also, not what you're doing I have disabled people in my family like that's not me and you don't fucking know me right so don't jump to this conclusion that because you feel like an underdog every person is a monster out to get you
0: that's not fair and also don't try and have a platform on every little fucking thing what is Hank what there's so (laughs) many
2: problems actual problems yes where it's like I don't, I, I just, I, I, you know, and, and then again, I sound like an asshole because I don't have a disability. I don't. Yeah, but it's. But at the same time, know that I'm on your side. Yeah,
0: you're not making fun of a person with disability. Never. And people, people this is what people do. They take things out of context. You. There's a whole a canvas of a situation. And people pick the one brush stroke that, that conveniently suits whatever little platform they want to be on to bitch. Yeah, it's it's, not fair. And it's
2: almost like they... I think people feel like if they don't have a platform, that they're not interesting. Of course. Because they see that people who do have platforms get things. Yes. They can monetize it. They can uh, be known for it. They can be promoted. They have more followers because of like the thing that they talked about. And that's called
0: a job. (laughs) Yeah. That's a career. It's a career. So you can't be these like a little internet troll picking apart these dumb fucking things. At least... I would have more respect for those people if they were like, "Here's some education yes. on some stuff. Yes, here's some things that I've spent my time absolutely on researching. Also, here's a foundation that I represent for people. Bring some fucking heat to the table. Don't just bring bullshit words. It brings really, bring some meat.
2: It, it's funny too because their their perception. It's a weird thing to talk about, but their perception of me being a monster is so much more hurtful. <laughs> than what I said oh yeah that hurts me and it's also rooted in in nothing yeah and it really it it and I know and then it's like it's it's such a weird mind fuck because I go well then you shouldn't have said it and then it's like right but you accusing me of being this person you want me to be in your head is not fair so much worse it is than me saying a thing about a guy who's missing some fingers it is worse who made my friend feel terrible yeah like That's I, why yeah. she made a joke about it, because it genuinely upset it her. Af- it affected her. Yeah. I, I remember that
0: joke in New York. I remember she used to do that joke in New York. So, anyways, uh, yeah. So, it, it's, it's you frustrating. trolls, go fuck yourselves.
2: Yeah, it's frustrating, and it's also like, I just wish people knew that not every... Also, don't don't hang on every person's every word.
0: Yeah, and words, you know, it's it it's an interesting thing, because, the, you know, I guess there are limitations that need to be set, but not in that sense at all not not when you're describing a such scenario that happened when you're not outright you're not outrightly like attacking a group you're explaining a personal situation that happened and the irony of it you're not like hey people with crippled hands suck yeah but that's how they're treating you
2: yeah and it's almost like you're the it's almost like you're the ableist for thinking that's what i was saying yeah and also
0: fuck you for using a word called like like ableist
2: Oh, it's horrible. Eat a dick, ableist. It's
0: horrible. Give me a break.
2: It's, I mean, I literally, <laughs> I've had, like, whatever. I had, I had, I mean, yes, I had a handicapped person in my family, severely handicapped, like, from the time I was a big, ba- I mean, like, I, I'm i very sensitive to that. Yeah. And that's, and if you, even if it sounds like that's where I'm coming from, you don't know me. Right. So don't draw, don't take a tiny thing and then blow it into something because it makes you feel like a hero for pointing it out. And that's That's exactly what's happening. That's exactly what's happening. It's disgusting. Yeah.
0: But it's so, like, it happens and you're just like, oh, my God.
2: And we're all living in this world where we're all becoming more politically correct and more aware. It's crazy. We're all aware and we're all part of it. So don't act like you're the one who is championing this movement like you're the fucking leader (laughs) you're not we're all part of the same cultural makeup right now we're all on the same twitter we're all on the same instagram we all see the same posts on facebook it's you're not the only one who has seen like there's a viral video of like this little girl is very touching this little girl who um who has a prosthetic uh, leg. Uh, okay. Did you see this? Now, I was
0: thinking of Aubrey, whatever that other little girl's name is. The, oh. cute, the little one who does karaoke. Oh, I haven't seen her. Oh, she's so cute. What's this one? Uh, it's just this video, whatever.
2: It's a viral video with this girl. She has a prosthetic leg, and her mom got her an American Girl doll that has a prosthetic leg, and she like cries. It was like really Aww. sweet. It was amazing. But it's like, we've, the reason that's viral is because like it gets passed around. We've all seen the same things, we're all informed yep. by the same viral sources viral sources so to act like you're the only one who absorbs all of this information is insane it is insane insane. it is insane we've all seen the same shit if you haven't seen that video (laughs) you've seen something like it yeah
0: I mean I'm sure I haven't I just don't remember now
2: and it's it's great it's great that we're all like that everything is so accessible in that way and that we can all sort of be on the same page essentially information wise but but at then, the same time, you're not the only one who saw it. No. You're not the only one who's been informed. That's that's my point. Yeah, you're not and the we don't do need you to fucking informed. argue with us no. about dumb
0: shit. No. Stop trying to chop people down and picking apart, finding a little teeny kernel that just doesn't pop into anything. Yeah. It's, so it's frustrating. all about it's just
2: it's find the kernel and then you're a hero. Yeah. <laughs> find the kernel. Be a hero. Fourth memoir title. <laughs> I've written so many books. <laughs>
0: And they can follow you because I remember you had a a little issue with social media and people stealing your name. Yeah, they
2: did. So my Instagram is really Jamie Lee, R-E-A-L-L-Y-J-A-M-I-E-L-E-E. And then my Twitter is at the Jamie Lee, T H E J A. M. how do I spell my name? E-H-E-J-A-M-I-E-O-N.
0: Guys, just Google Jamie Lee, not Curtis. Yes. Well
2: that that's why be your that's handle. why I
0: spell it out because I'm like, oh God, I've got some competition. <laughs> some stiff competition. And Phoebe Robinson's book is called You Can't Touch My Hair, and that's out in October, right? Yes. Right. So check that out. She's very funny, very talented. Um and I think her foreword was by Jessica Williams. Williams, right? Yeah. From Daily Show? Yes. Um, and we just did
2: Anna Ferris's podcast together, and it was very fun. Oh, that sounds like fun. She, really I love fun. Anna Ferris. She's great. Yeah. She that's like, fu- I have to nice. look this person What's alive? her podcast called? It's called Unqualified. I remember I reading the-
0: about her being like, I have no idea how to do this. It's, she does it out of her living room that's or her amazing. dining room. It's amazing. <laughs> that's amazing. That's <laughs> amazing. That's dope.
2: I'll have to check it out. Yeah. Are you podcasting? I'm about to. Good. I'm going to and you'll come do it I will You'll be my first guest I'm excited I'll do it for sure I would love for you to do it I am trying to figure out my hook So anyone listening who's like I think Jamie Lee would be really great at Tweet Tweet a hook Tweet a hook And if you have a hook hand Tweet it with your hook hand
0: (laughs) Now I'm offended by
1: that I am
0: How dare you My uncle is Captain Hook And that hits home Guys (laughs) <laughs> it was nice to talk to you, Jamie. It's this
2: been so a long fun. damn time. I missed you. I missed our, our. I miss our Central Park days. I know. Do you remember the time that your dog um, bit that kid?
0: Oh my God, Fozzie Bear bit
2: that kid. Yeah. <gasps> but. That's but right, that but kid they, but was he, being a jerk He was being a jerk Well the parents were being a jerk For letting the kid get so close to the dog And not. And he was being persistent be. Remember persisted. the parents weren't even looking They weren't even near him No they were like having wine and like tapas <laughs> He cried On a picnic blanket Meanwhile <laughs> this three year old Is just like wandering around strawberry fields Remember we were covered in toddlers We did Covered they, they, We were magnets All of the, all of the kids eight of them All of the kids from that picnic blanket Came over to us Fozzie Bear was like being Biting protected everybody Yeah but but I mean, they were also like fucking with him.
0: They were. they were. We were covered in in children, and we made them say girl <laughs> code on on Vine. <laughs> oh my god, our Vine day. Do you still Vine? No, I don't. I never. Do. I can't. I, I Snapchat. Oh, you do. And I do the Periscope once in a while, but uh-huh. I stick with the old school like Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. That's
2: how I feel. Yeah. I love Twitter. I like the
0: Snapchat, so I'm having fun with it. I Are you on the Snapchat? I, I I'm on it, but I haven't gotten into it. Just it's fun if you just don't literally don't think about it.
2: I have a book coming out. I don't know when, you have but it's four coming, books out. coming out. I have, well, I have four books coming What's out, but the then fifth I have an, uh, the fifth one. Well, it's actually coming out first. I wrote it last, but it's coming right. out first about
0: the process of getting married yes. with Jacqueline Novak. It's
2: going to be called uh, Wediculous, and oh, that's great. Um, it's coming out probably next year. I wasn't going to plug it because I don't have a date. You should but just but who know, cares? just know, listeners, that it's a coming. It's a coming. It's a coming. Yes, yeah. and maybe
0: maybe those children paraded around us because one of us is barren. Oh, it's my, probably me. Oh my! So you're God. God. <laughs> Oh I love you, Jamie. Lee. I love
1: you. This was so fun. Thanks. Bye. Bye. In my opinion, I feel like pussy is the most powerful thing. Most men do the things they do so they could get pussy. How much do you make a night?
3: An average day is like a five hundred dollars day. And a good day is a thousand dollars day. A great day is two thousand. Eight hundred to nine hundred. My best was fifteen hundred.
0: I've made twenty five hundred to five thousand a night. Whoa.
1: What do you think is your best asset at this job?
0: My ass. That's everybody's best
1: asset. Does clapping your ass work more than talking or are they about the same? I think like your energy is everything. So here, like guys notice you because your
3: presence on stage or you have a fat ass. I think looks is definitely uh, what's gonna open the door for you. Mm. You want to have personality to back that up. There's many pretty girls that you can compete with. You may be beautiful, but then the next girl is just as pretty as you're, maybe even prettier.
1: What's your negotiation technique? Like how do you get everyone to give you the cash? Do you want me to show
3: you? (laughs) Should I show her? show us. Um, I think every customer is different. You Mm -hmm. have to shut up and listen. Most girls like to run their mouth, but if you shut up, you'll make a lot more money, I promise you.
1: (laughs) So you kind of like listen to what they say and what they want? Definitely,
3: if you listen, they'll tell you what they want, so it comes a lot easier. Some guys pay me just to talk to them. I've gotten Mm -hmm. 60 bucks just for giving advice. Literally talking to
1: them? Mm Mm-hmm.
3: They're like, thanks for listening to me. Here's some money.
1: Wow. I don't really have to negotiate. I just twerk. Do you have another job or is this your only job?
3: Um, Well, I'm actually trying to save up to open my own strip club. So this is like my only thing right now. So So you would
1: consider yourself an entrepreneur? Oh, most definitely, yeah. Do you have another job outside of this? No. No, this is the only job the that you do. This the only thing that I do. Awesome.
3: I actually still have a job. I'm an office worker by day, what? and I do this at night.
1: Which job earns you more money, the office job or the this club? job? Or
3: else I wouldn't be here. Wow.
1: Do you consider yourself a feminist?
3: I think every stripper should. I'm all about women power. I'm all about like women standing up for themselves and doing what they have to do to support themselves. I believe women have rights. Like we're. Smart, there's no reason we're not equal to men. Do you, any of the guys ever fall in love with you when they come in? Oh, yeah. of course, they do. Of course. Yeah. How do you kind of
1: push that away?
3: Um, or you have to remind them go first straight. of all that they're married, okay. <laughs> second of all, that this is all a fantasy. I mean, that's that's really all you can do, <laughs> like, right? If you can't realize it you know, this isn't what you're supposed to have and I can't really help you, you need therapy.
1: What would you tell girls who wanna be a dancer? What's your advice to them?
3: I would tell them to have like a backup plan because this isn't forever. Just have fun, you know, keep it it genuine and just stay in your lane. You definitely need to be mentally strong, physically strong. there's girls that come in here thinking that because they're pretty that they can stay and they can make money and they can do whatever they want, but in our reality, this takes physical strength, mental strength, emotional strength. If you can't come in here and really separate your priorities and handle your business as a woman, then you won't make it.
1: So there you have it. Whether you have your looks, your personality, the way you talk, or how you shake your ass, whatever works for you, just go